There's a lot of things that have happened. Hey, welcome to episode 168 of Front Seat Gamer. I'm Nick. I'm here with Paul. Hey. And Blake. Hey. Hi, guys. Hey. How have you been? Yeah. Yeah. Good. It's been a little while. It has been. It's been a little has while. Has this been our biggest break? Um, was it? Was it three or four months? It's been a, it's been a while. It's been a while. It's been, it's been probably three months. <laughs> I don't Some know that things it's have happened in between. I mean, COVID happened, and that was a pretty big break. Oh, actually, no. That was, that was probably the biggest break. Yeah, um, yeah. I wasn't around for that one, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this, this is certainly the biggest since Paul's uh, yep. being in the, yep. in the hot seat. Yep. Um, and it was because we were very, very, very busy you guys for, were. Yeah, for yeah, ExileCon. Yeah. Like I was telling Paul just before the podcast, I wor- worked pretty much every day for like two months. Yep. And, uh, no burnout at all, right? <sighs> Man. <laughs> you loved it. You loved it. <laughs> My God. I, uh, I'd already planned after ExileCon to take two weeks off. So I was, uh, that's what I was like holding on on for like yeah get, getting uh, through it and then two weeks off and i was just like oh my god i i find that when you've booked time off yeah it somehow makes it much harder to, <laughs> to get through that time because <laughs> you know what's coming yeah and, and it becomes more about the the, the weight than it does about, like, the it was it was less it, it felt a little bit less like that because we had exocon first and that even though that was also like a lot of work, yeah. Um, because we had to be on the floor and like doing, like doing this whole card game thing, yeah. Um, it was still like it still felt like uh, well, the work is done and now we can enjoy it, yeah. you know. And seeing fans like actually react to the stuff you've been like working on for so long, um, that's that's like a reward and that does energize it you, does. you know. I remember. Yeah. Uh, so ExileCon, I went there. Yep. I went there as a first time as a, a a friend friend and fan. Yeah. As opposed to an employee. Yeah. How did you how did you <laughs> What was your experience as as not an employee there? Um it was it was fun seeing how hyped everybody was for oh, yeah. it and it was fun seeing how hyped like you guys were to mm. show stuff off. Mm. Uh, but also uh I know there was a lot of like dread about it because uh, you know, you're working on this thing for a super long time, and all you see is the mistakes or mm. the things that could be better, and uh, or or all the things that have been going wrong in the week or two leading oh, up yeah. to it. Yep. And uh, and just hoping and praying that like it doesn't happen on stage in front of the, however many thousand people are watching. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but like, uh, the presentation went well. Uh, the game looks amazing. Mm. It looks beautiful. It looks like. I swear, it, it is that thing of like, uh, when you're working on something, a lot of the time you can only see the flaws. Yeah. It felt like when I was actually watching the actual gameplay yep. uh, on stage, I, it was the first time I could sit back and just see it for like <laughs> what it is. Yeah. Cool. I was like, this is actually a pretty good looking game. This is like really nice. <laughs> yep. This looks awesome. <laughs> Dang, these I environments. <laughs> yeah. 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 It, it, well, literally, yeah. I was like, man, these, these areas look so good. Yeah. Because, because seeing them go from, you know, gray box to yeah. thing, it's, it is such a slow process that you kind of, yes. And very incremental. And you kind yeah. of forget the progress you've made until you kind of like, are able to step back and yep. and see it like it's like it's like watching yourself age in the mirror. Yeah, <laughs> which you can all, all relate to at this point, <laughs> especially after Excel. <laughs> yeah, it was it was really really good. And um, what I actually really enjoyed was uh, Mark dying on the uh, <laughs> yeah, on that on boss. Live stream. Yeah, yeah, but it also stressed me out a lot. Yeah, because um, one death. I, I feel like one death is great. One yeah. death is fun, and the yeah. fans can be like, oh, my God, this is a live demo. Mm. You know, two deaths is like, oh, is this is this too hard? And then it's like three <laughs> deaths is like, okay, something is like wrong here. <laughs> Something's very wrong. Yeah. So I was just like, oh, my God. Like, yeah, I scraped through it. Yeah. It and he was stuff. like, he was stressed about doing that live, too. 
The the funny thing was, I, would, uh, I was sitting next yeah. to a fan, and um, before, uh, like, we were chatting a little bit, and and before uh, that presentation, I said, like, oh yeah, um, Mark, you know, he's been running this for like weeks, and he's died yeah. a few times doing it, and the guy's like, oh wow, you know, and then seeing him die on stage, <laughs> just yeah, yeah, uh, I mean, it looks hard. I didn't actually get a chance to play it because yeah. you know people were busy playing it. Um, and it's I... uh, uh, like seriously, I really like the game. Yeah, so do I. I um I didn't play there. I checked it out from home. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, love, played. I only played the monk, and I kept uh, resetting my timer so I could play a bit more. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, home with I, I think I implemented the cheat that like didn't um uh, right that that didn't the timer didn't run out. Yeah, but yeah, I I was playing it at home as well with as the monk, and I was like, this is this is actually it's like really fun great gameplay. I yeah. like it. I've been playing too, like since the. Since then, all the um, demo characters are gone from our dev build. Yeah. And so I just started playing, like, as a sorcerer from, like, Act 1 yep. and going through that. Uh, yeah. That's, like, awesome as well. Like, I I do feel that um, it's going to be... Uh, next time I play PoE 2, I'm going to be hitting spacebar, like, all the time to, <laughs> to dodge, dodge around. And it's oh, just that... not there. It's going to feel a lot less, like, dynamic and, like... Yeah. I found it really hard to get used to dodging. Me, me too, but I, once I did... Game, I, I play a lot of games where dodging is the mechanic to like yeah. Yeah. get through hard things. And still just my brain and PoE was like, yep. nah, you've got to like flame dash. Where's flame dash? Yeah. I, I think like um, in, in, the last, in the last week before ExoCon, uh, a lot of people were sort of wrapping up work. And that was the first time a lot of the devs, uh, well, who weren't on like the, the QA team, yeah. uh, got to... Like play it in its how it's an intent in its intended state. Yeah, and a lot of us were came away being like, "Oh man, it's really it's really hard." Yeah, you know, and I think a lot of that is because we just forget the dodge. Yes, <laughs> you know, yeah. and and I thinking back to my first experiences, I was like, "Yeah, I wasn't dodging. Like yeah. I literally was just standing there taking hits, like <laughs> or like trying to run away." And it's just like once you get into that that flow of like dodging it's it feel it makes the game feel so much nice and yeah. fluid and when you're using the mechanics yeah when you're yeah, using yeah, the yeah. mechanic <laughs> yeah i really i really like it <laughs> uh you sound like you're paid by them or something <laughs> <laughs> i mean <laughs> uh i know that sounds like oh yeah of course you'll say that but i do actually like no we've, i we've, did like I, it quite i know a lot. they're you know there are things you you love and, and don't love about Poe One, so it's really exciting to yeah uh, hear that you're, you're excited to play more Poe Two. Uh, so is Monk your favorite class so far? I only really played Monk, okay. um, but that was because it looked the most fun to me. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I did really enjoy it. Yeah, Monk Monk is really cool because it it does well. The the ones that were shown at the demo are the most complete, so yep. they have their full sort of like mechanics and, and skills and all yeah, that. Their, their archetypes. Yeah. Um, recently, so they've been showing off um, a new demo uh, at like Gamescom and around America, and they have the Druid. Yeah. Uh, and I'm very, very keen to like try the Druid. Yeah. Man, the Druid looked dope. They're like combos with the shockwaves and the yeah. volcanoes. Yeah. That looks fun. This is what people... <laughs> This is what people were like. Paper them as well. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> this is what people were raving about with um when they when we released that like uh, that trailer showing all the different like combos is just people being like like oh my god everything like combos into everything else yeah. and they they're just like your mind just expands with possibilities of like what you could do. Mm. Yeah, that's really exciting. It's cool. I really, I anyway. I really enjoyed like Exocon. Yeah, it, it was great. So tell me about. Uh, I mean, you were on the show floor. What what boss were you? Um, I was. Uh, wait, am I wearing the t-shirt? You it's are. A, yeah, I am. It's a. Oh, first day. I was a water elemental. Okay. Um, and going into that, uh, I thought like, oh no, I'm a low level monster. I'm going to get swarmed. Um, but uh, I had like a like a frost attack thing that nobody like could defend themselves against. Yeah. So I had a really chill time compared yeah. to last time where I was a just frost like... Ta- frost attack meant you had a chill time? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
um, compared to last time where I just had like lines and lines of people like going from one end of the room to the other. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it was good. I just got to walk around and it was, it was nice having a, uh, reasonable amount of people coming up to you and doing the card game thing. It was yeah, like you, were, you weren't a level one zombie. No, I wasn't a level one zombie. Mm-hmm. I wasn't just swarmed with people. And uh, there was a guy. I think maybe you, Paul, might have met him as well. Who uh, was just farming um, people. I I had a few people coming back and forth. We're just going round, and then like, they would do like a loop and yeah, come back yeah, and yeah, loop and come back. I had I had heaps of fun being a boss who, as well. Who are you? I was a Lyra. Lyra, nice. Okay. Um, and it was pretty similar deal because uh, I, I had like one fire attack or something. Yeah. On top of the two regular attack, and that was just that enough. First day to... just makes it a little bit slower. Yeah. yeah. Um, Did you meet any uh, any memorable fan moments? Any any that you can talk about? I guess. Um, I don't have specific ones. I spent quite a while just chatting with people. But, yeah. Um, because I ended up doing the card game thing for all the second day just because I enjoyed it doing it yeah. on the first day. Um, a lot of it was just playing cards interaction. Mm. Like people would come up and they were only really interested in the card side of things. Yeah. Which is fair because like the, the card game itself is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but then when things would quieten down, people would come over and just start chatting. Nice. Uh, I know that you went to the VIP dinner. Yeah. Um, that was really cool. Um, it was... Uh, yeah, I was I was worried about um, answering um, questions, answering yeah. questions that are like way too above my pay grade, I guess, or yeah. like just way too <laughs> in depth. Game, gameplay, that, yeah, centric, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, luckily, I sat next to um, Mark One again, uh-huh. who answered all those uh, because yeah, nice. almost everything in any very technical gameplay the gameplay thing gameplay he was like oh i worked on that like he's he's just done it all (laughs) so it was great um and i got to talk just about the stuff that i work on and didn't and just like every any anything else too complicated i just uh mark just took care of yeah yeah it was great it was great (laughs) That's, that's the best way to do it if you're not a game designer or a gameplay programmer uh those conversations can be hard to navigate and if you are one of those you're just gonna spend your time answering questions. Yeah, because <laughs> there's there's like a there's a a pressure I feel going into those because you don't want to disappoint people. Yeah, you know they expect you to know everything about as much about the game as they do mm. or more uh, because they play it so much and then you work on it. The assumption is you must know all these things. I don't yeah, even know yeah. yet, uh, but the truth is you work on a specific part of the game. Yeah, you probably know way more about how the environments are set up. Yep. Uh, you probably know a lot of the technical details about yeah. textures and lighting. It it was good. I got to like talk about like well, they I remember they asked me like oh, what was like one of the hardest areas to work on? Yeah, and um, in Poe two because at the time we couldn't talk about Poe uh in Poe one I mean because yeah. at the time we couldn't talk about two because it was not yeah not shown yet. Um, and uh, I told them that uh, it was an area that they might not think was actually very difficult. I, I want to try and guess. Okay. Paul, do you have any guesses? Um, I feel like maybe delve. Oh, delve was easy. I, was I, yeah. Yeah. I think maybe the oh, this is, this is a tricky one. <laughs> my, my my thought my thoughts are like maybe uh, it's got to be somewhere that's kind of plain. Well, like, he, like here's a th- arranged. Here's the thing: it's not something that's technically difficult. Yeah. But more thematically difficult. Thematically oh, okay. Difficult. Oh, that's a good clue. Okay, okay. Uh, thematically difficult. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drawing a blank here. Um, I would say uh, the ossuary. No, that was very easy. That okay. was that was all very yeah, and fair, a load of bones. Like of bones. oh, it just it, <laughs> right, the right. ideas just oh. flow from a lot from that. Come on, give it. <laughs> uh, uh, the the temple of innocence. No, okay, that I, was also that was also quite easy. It was just like a I cathedral, like and the ideas just flow. Yeah. All right, well, I'll, I'll I keep tell. I keep trying to think of the ones that would be like complicated for some weird reason it's it's not like is compl- it the aqueducts uh, 
Not really. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I had an easier time. So it's um it's Templar courts. Templar. I almost said Templar uh, courts. I almost said torch courts specifically. Well, I mean torch torch courts was uh well it was really Templar courts. Torch yeah. courts was just done second, and I just added a load of yeah. like burning stuff. But yeah. Templar courts were was I difficult working on that, thematically yeah. because when we first laid it out, it was like it was a bunch of offices yeah. and. It's a lawyer's office. Yeah. It's a lawyer building. Yeah. And it took me like a couple of weeks to like find some sort of hook to be like, this is the, like, this makes this area interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing that, uh, the thing that like I, I landed on was uh, I, I was spending like days just looking for references and being like, how do you make a courtroom interesting? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I, I saw a shot from uh, one of the Harry Potter movies. Uh-huh. Of Harry Potter sitting on this chair, and way above him at this like judge's uh, desk uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. is like someone uh, towering, some over towering him. over him. Yeah. And I was like, "That's it, that's <laughs> it." It's like a, all these like giant judge things, and making the person uh, like in front feel yeah. as small as possible. And uh, that once once I figured that, the whole area just like came together. Because yeah. before that, it was just it was literally like. Offices like had been yes. set up with all these doors <laughs> that led into rooms that had a desk and bookshelves. Yeah, and I was like, "This is boring." Yeah, it, from a gameplay standpoint, that's extreme. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, "This we, we this is just so not working." It's, yeah, it's it's all the fun of a of, of prison cells, but you can't even see what's in the cells. Until you go <laughs> yeah. There. yeah, and it was yeah. We me and Dan, who was the uh, level designer on it, spent like weeks trying to figure out how do we make this interesting. Yeah, and then once we landed on that, it was like. It all just clicked. Yeah, uh, and that was the hardest area. Yeah, there. I think you also that became the haunted house tile set, haunted mansion as well, right? Uh, like I think mod- it you did. Modified it. Yeah, I think it. I think it did. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Wood paneling and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And now that's one of my favorite tile sets uh, because you know about um, the painting. I I told you to do that painting bit. Did Did you? Yeah. Okay. Well, didn't I? Maybe you did. You maybe you did. I think I think what I said was I think you had done some creepy paintings, and I said, "Wouldn't it be cool if we used like some way to, if we had some way to transition?" I think you did. The yes, and and we have one way to transition is the height uh, roof like, fade. Roof fade. Yeah, yeah. it's a, that's an interesting thing because it's something that, um, like like you wouldn't think that it's a way of using a system in a, yes, in a, in a completely though. different thing. Yeah, and I I remember thinking like I was talking to the Josiah who was on the last podcast. Yeah. Um, he was the level designer on that. I was talking to him about how do we make this happen? It was like, do we go and talk to like one of the programmers yeah. to like have some kind of fade thing? And then I was like, well, all we need is like basically two panels, yeah. one behind the other and one just fades. Fade yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and if it, if it's basically the same image, just like with something different on it, and they line up. You don't even like, yeah. And so we just we tested it, and we're yep. like, this works exactly how we want. Let's, let's <laughs> yep. just use this. Yep. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, I remember. I, I, I when I think about that, I think about that as one of like the the defining characteristics of like cross departmental um, ideation coming to yeah. fruition. Like I, I'm pretty sure you had done these cri- these great yeah pieces, I did these yeah paintings, yeah. And I said it would be really cool if we you know like in a haunted house they they changed as yeah. you got closer or whatever and then you talk to level design and they had a way to do it mm. and three those three steps it was great yeah and it, it looks fantastic it's a subtle thing that like i still occasionally have seen players go oh, did you guys know i know it's a cool thing every <laughs> once in a while it pops up on reddit or yeah. and they're like oh how long has this been in? yeah <laughs> it's like the entire time, <laughs> the time. there's also a story to it yes that did sort of fall apart at the end um, but the, for the family, the, 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 the family and stuff. Yeah. And, um, what the idea was that the boss of that map was supposed to be the father. Yeah. But the monster is actually like completely different looking than the, the elder. Is it? I oh no. He, the, the elder. Yeah. Because the, you see the elder there, but no, at the final in the boss arena, there's like a dead body. Oh, and okay. I think that was supposed, that was supposed to be the father. Right. But it's okay. just some old Templar guy. I think uh, okay. I think what we had also talked about was you know this is what we, this is where we came we had talked about having a a corridor of these paintings yeah. leading into the boss chamber yeah that would change as you're walking through and that was we we discovered would be impossible with the implementation we yeah did. they would all sort of um, and I think we even talked about having the boss step out of the painting yeah oh um, 
Yeah, that would be. Which I mean, that's that would be possible, but that's a whole. I mean, now you're yeah. involving more departments. Yes, exactly. Than, and yeah. at this point, we were just trying to get stuff out the door. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> well, well, part of the reason that we ended up on the roof fade thing is that I was like, I don't want to bother do other departments. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to do yeah. this one very specific thing for a map that, like, I'm sure they're working on like MTXs or whatever that. Yeah. Um, Still. Uh, yeah. I, I I just love how that turned out. It was good. It was yeah. really good. It was uh, one of my favorite areas to work on too, because yep. it had an indoor outdoor thing as yep. well. Like you had this like basement thing, and it, it was, was just the, cool. The labyrinth courtyard. Yeah, yeah. The tile set plus the 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 courtyard, the 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 Templar court tile set. I think yeah, those are the two, and you sort of meld them together. Yeah, yeah. It's cool. Um, the way you guys worked uh, was very impressive. I think kit bashing is what you guys refer to it as, but mm. like um, you could get a lot of new content out of existing assets. And oh, yeah. Assets and it was we, always, we always try to think of that. When we make new stuff, even for POE, especially, like, even more so with POE 2, when we make new yeah. stuff, we, like, sit down and think, okay, how do we, like, create this in a way that's, like, kind of modular so that we can, like, you reuse reuse, assets, reuse though, stuff, yeah. yeah. I've heard some amazing stories about, like, kit bashing things where it's just, like, a bunch of random objects thrown together and all of a sudden you have like an MTX. Yeah. And it looks yep. cool. Oh, yeah. Like, it was just jammed together from like a bunch of someone's like painting using... Yeah. There's loads <laughs> of times... There's loads of times that um, the designers will come to us and be like, we've got... We need like a bunch of MTXs made and here's some like ideas and it's just, can you make them? And we'll just yeah. be like, all right, we'll see what we got. And then we'll just put stuff together. And, oh, you know, and we'll use like monster parts and stuff as well yeah, and all this sort of things. Like there was um, Sin's Portal. I made that. And I made it out of like basically just his, his back wings. Right. You know. Yeah. It was cool. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. Uh, you guys got other stuff to talk about from, from ExileCon? Like I, I, now I had only attended the first half of the first day. because Yeah families yeah yeah i think um it was fun but like it was actually like quite tiring i mm. i left halfway through the um after party because That's very unusual for you because you're you're I, usually, usually going to stay all the way through if there's free drinks involved. i know well i had one more one free drink oh, yeah. um yeah. <laughs> um well i had a couple i had a couple of drinks but um I was I was dead on my feet really yeah. like yeah, I was I was wrecked as well yeah I was so tired and I thought I'll I'll just like leave were now. you sick the following week either of you uh not the following week uh so uh, my partner Stacy got sick on yeah. like the Wednesday yeah and so I worked from home from there and then like three days after she got sick I got COVID oh she had COVID yeah. yeah. She would have got I, it. Did you think she did? She get it from. She would have got it from Exocon. I for sure got it from her because I got it like three days afterwards. Yeah. yeah, I was so terrified of getting sick that I was taking like I don't know if it helps, but mentally I feel like it did. <laughs> um, these uh, pills called Immunofort. Immunofort. <laughs> and it's just like immune <laughs> that boosting. That sounds like a scam. It does. It for sure sounds like a scam. You, uh, know, you know what helps you not get sick though. Not working like 120 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. plus hours, and the, I mean, yeah, not wearing yourself down to that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but hey, I didn't get sick, so yeah, could be a placebo, but it, hey, it's working. <laughs> uh, well, some other things have happened since since Exilecon. Games have come out. Well, yes, but also you have played. You have vastly overtaken us in X4 uh -huh. now. Uh you are like an empire rivaling, like I, I have, I have, I, yeah, I, I have an empire larger than most of the other empires. <laughs> I have fewer stations, but my stations are much larger, and I own more systems. Oh my god! <laughs> my god! <laughs> um, well, we don't need to talk about that. No. I, the thing about X Four is, I, I've hit a point. I think where like it was a struggle to get to the point where I could build ships. Yep. And that was like a big goal of mine. Oh yeah. And then once you, I could start building. Like small and medium ships. Yeah, uh, my income accelerated quite a lot. Oh wow! Because they can like other other factions will buy those ships for you at a premium. Oh wow, cool! And uh, then I started pumping out like ship factories, essentially. Yep. Uh, and the fun level had dropped off. Yep. Because I get you. At that point, I can do most of the things that I want to do. Yeah. Like the the terraforming stuff, for example. 
is mostly just waiting for my ships to harvest materials. I see. And uh, what is the uh, what is the end game then? That is the terraforming. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, there's quests and stuff. Yeah. I did the full quest line for the uh, Tides of Avarice expansion. Okay. Uh, and that was fine. Yeah. I think the quests are probably the weakest part uh, yeah. of that game. I mean, there's yeah. there's there's a few weak parts about X4. Uh, there's some really cool parts. Uh, I like how robust the economic stuff mm. is. Mm. But it also seems like it doesn't have a huge... Like, your actions can have an impact on other things, but I, there's no dynamic, like, fighting or, or like, factional squabbling or anything right. like that. So it, it's just more like you're playing only the economy. You're not playing... Mm. The economy the, and the society. The politics. You know I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, there's no politicking. Yeah. Which, if if it had that, it would be a much, much better game. It mm. would be harder. Mm. Like, I think of uh, Mountain Blade, mm. where that game, you have, like, a period where you're kind of building up your forces, you start capturing some castles, and then in the back end, they flick a switch, and suddenly you're you're a possible target for all these factions. Yeah. All these other factions. Yeah, yeah. And that's when the game like really starts to heat up, mm. and they just don't have that. Mm. So you build up to this point right. where you, it feels like you should be considered a rival, yeah, but you never are. And then it's just like I guess I'm just making money for the sake of making money. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it it what you describe sounds a lot like um, the 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 way that um, survival games go. Yeah, you know, like it's all it's all building up to something, building up yes. to something, and you're like, "This is great, this is great." I can't yeah. wait till I get to like this goal I've set for myself. Yeah, and then when you get to that goal, you're kind of like, "Okay, now what?" Yeah, and yeah. there's there's usually nothing. Yeah, there's also the the way ship combat works. Like if if you're just a solo in a ship, it's really fun, mm. especially if it's just like a smaller medium ship. Yep. Um, anything larger than a smaller medium ship. Uh, they become very unwieldy to control, and so yeah. it's very boring to fight with as well. Like yes. I last time I played, I got like a big behemoth, which yes. I think is a is a large, a large. Yeah. Um, and I was like, this is going to be amazing. And I first, it's slow. Yes, mm. so I didn't like that. Yeah, and then like getting it into combat is just like park in the middle of a dogfight, basically, yeah. and, and let the turrets do let stuff. all the auto turrets go, yeah. and I'm just sitting there going, ah. Oh, I tried yeah. to call one in for like reinforcement, and even that was a pain. Yeah, because it was just it was slow to get like because I had like a difficult dogfight sort of thing going oh, yeah. on in the sector, um, and yeah, I had just gotten one of those massive ships. Was mm. like ah, I'll bring it, I'll bring in like the big guns. Yeah, and yeah, and it's just and it took so long. <laughs> I don't even think it helped. Yeah, they it also was so painful. Yeah, they get they get uh, caught on like they're drones and stuff oh, like what a hassle like there's just a weird collision stuff yeah the, uh yeah uh i i i think it my current game which i haven't played in maybe a month or so um uh, basically since exalcon yeah i guess and uh it had i had about 200 large ships wow like 200 of those behemoths wow. in a fleet holy hell and the best way to like play that game at that point is to do it just park your small ship somewhere Put your set of drive on so everything's going like five oh. times normal speed. Yeah, and then like essentially play it like a slow RTS. Oh my god! You're, you're, yeah, you're your, shit, your fleet and you're just kind of moving it. Are around. you just looking at a system remotely? Just oh my kind god! Of, uh, so you're you're just looking on. at it from the uh, from the map from yeah. the map. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's to me is that is a a, a big flaw. Mm. Uh, I would love it if uh, combat was much more dynamic and interesting, mm. and that the politics were involved. Uh, like. I mean, the politics would add such a great layer for when you do get to a point yeah. where, okay, these capital ships, yeah, they are, I guess they are actually boring. Because even if you think of, like, um, Star Wars, right? If you're on the bridge of a capital ship, it's, yeah. it would be boring. Yeah. Like, all the guns are just firing auto and stuff like that. It's the yeah. stuff in the X-Wings that is the most fun. Yeah. Mm. So once you get to that level, doing politicking stuff, because you'd be so established yeah. by then, doing politicking stuff would be, like, like something that fills that gap, yes. maybe. Um, there's there are other issues. The the ship AI, like the allied AI or, or enemy AI, is, is real simple, and right? Not, and not very good. Yeah. Uh, they would often run off and get themselves killed, and yes. I I would hate that. Yeah. It, you, if unless you're doing anything like 
besides just manually controlling them, they're going to mm. do the wrong thing. Yeah. Um, I was always turning them off from, because you can set them to like attack, attack anything in the vicinity or just follow me. Yeah. And I was constantly switching them between like just follow me and like attack stuff because I'd see one would be in a dog fight and I'd be like, great. I've yeah. defeated all these enemies and then I look on the map and one is like hooning towards like a mass of ships and I'm like, no, 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 come yeah. Yeah. follow me. <laughs> Van Dunn, Van Dunn, <laughs> I'm attacking everything. <laughs> I got you. Um, one thing I think would really benefit is if during dog fights, like you're controlling your small, small and medium ships or whatever. Mm-hmm. So the thing you can do is like you you fly around and then your ship blows up and you can teleport to another ship. Yeah. But that how it happens. You have to do that manually. Right. And it's real fiddly. Yeah. It would be great if you could set it up so it's like I'm in a fight. I want to fly these small ships. Mm. When my ship, the, when the ship I'm in blows up, I just want to automatically teleport to the next closest ship. Mm. So that, like. Yeah. So you've always got. Yeah. 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 So you could have these big yeah. exciting dog fights. Feel like you're in control. Yeah. Target things strategically and not have this like, oh my ship's blown up. Okay, map. Yep. Find a good ship. Teleport. Wait for the thing to teleport. Load in. Like if that all happened dynamically, mm. yeah, that would be like a really fun system. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So that that game has has issues. Oh, and they also hint at like politics that just never comes to fruition. The Heretics End area, which is where your player HQ is, mm. if you build a uh, defense platform in that area, well, so let's take a step back. If you build a defense platform in an area where there isn't a defense platform, mm. you will claim ownership over that area. Mm. And that allows you to set laws and do all sorts of stuff. That seems kind of pointless, to be perfectly frank. Like, I don't really know why you want to set up laws. Yeah, I know, mm. right? Like, it doesn't really benefit you generally, as far as I can tell. Um, but then if you do this in Heretic's End, you get mail. It's like a news update from some faction saying, oh, the Heretic's End was considered neutral for a really long time and now this oh, guy has gone and yeah. claimed it he's gonna sure regret that and i'm like cool yeah yeah nothing happens no. <laughs> <laughs> when am i gonna right. regret it oh you know Anytime. Maybe, <laughs> when, when, when you download a mod <laughs> yeah and you'll, you'll regret it then yeah um it's just yeah it, it it's it's got some really cool stuff it's a good framework i think it's saved mostly by the mods which i've never engaged with mm. but i tend to want to play and judge games based on yeah. what comes in the box. Yeah, yeah. And uh, there's a lot of room for growth there. Mm. Yeah. Um, but I I also want to talk about Baldur's Gate. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Paul, have you got Baldur's Gate? Yes. So the, the make it in COVID after oh, ExileCon. Yes. Perfect. I Perfect spent timing. like a week just playing that game. Yeah. Well, for as long as I could before. <laughs> Yeah, the headache got too bad. Yeah, I, I I got uh I got up to like act two. Okay, fairly oh, wow. early. You definitely act two. definitely further than me. I'm I'm not quite up to act two. I mm. but I'm being very thorough about act one. Mm. Yeah, I uh, wasn't. Have you um gotten off that first map yet? I can't remember if I is that not is that not the start of act two? No. Oh well, then no. I'm still on the first map. Okay. I thought. Well, that's that's what I thought as well. I thought okay, so I I've seen like I could go to the mountain pass. Yeah, or whatever. That's that's not act that's two. not act two. That's still act one. Oh Pretty big goodness. A. It's, it's very <laughs> yeah. exciting for me because that's what I thought. I thought like oh, <laughs> very I, excited. So so I did every <laughs> I did everything yeah like uh in that first map and yeah. then uh I did end up going to the to the mountain pass yeah um because it. Like Wait, the we, should, sh- we should give some spoiler warning. Okay, yeah. So, <laughs> don't, oh, how much are we going to spoil? Because well, we'll, uh, I, we'll try to avoid specific story spoilers. We'll yeah. probably talk about locations and items and quests. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Where do you Where do you start with this game? Uh, I want to start with how much I love how multifaceted every encounter is and can be. Mm. Uh, and I talked to Blake about this earlier, but uh, I went. To, you know, the the very first thing you see basically after you get off of the nautiloid ship yeah is this crypt because this locked crypt ah yeah and you can completely bypass it Mm -hmm. and you can miss out on something that's quite important in there a person you're giving me blank stares i am 
I think I missed out on the person, but I definitely went in there. So I okay. may have. This is very I may exciting. have gone down wow. another. This is very exciting. <laughs> another situation entirely. Okay, so do you know who Withers is? Oh yes. Yeah. 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 So he's in there. Oh okay. Right, yeah. and you can you can completely miss him, which is just cool. Oh, interesting. Yep. Did you get? Did you miss him, or did you? No, I got him. Oh okay. Um, I just I didn't remember that I got him from there. Oh right. Yeah. And I went into that place guns blazing. Yeah. Because <laughs> my strategy in this game. Wait, is wait, wait, wait! Your version has guns. <laughs> <laughs> wow, El- Eldritch beam guns. <laughs> so the spells, some of the spells went, do feel went, went, very. Yeah. You went in Eldritch blasting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eldritch blast does feel like a like a awesome laser shot. Yeah, it feels like a force push or something. It's such it's a cool really like it's yeah it's such a cool effect. Uh, so, but just that first dungeon. Okay, the ways you could get in there. You could pick that that first door you see. Yep. You could go up top and like talk to some people and they yeah. can let you in. Or you can knock down a big stone block and break the roof. <laughs> or you can enter a different door there. Mm. Or you can go down the side and there's a little hatch. There's five different ways to get in. Can you, you can probably talk your way in, too. You can yeah. talk your way yeah, in. I've completely. talked my way in, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. I, and I unsuccessfully talked my way in before <laughs> the Eldritch Blasts. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so there's like five or six different ways, at least, that we can yeah. think of. And yeah. the, um, the, the encounter at the very beginning of that, where there's a group of people. Yeah. That was, there's, there's several different ways to... That was What's interesting is that was the end encounter for me. Oh, wow. Ah... <laughs> Because I went in through the hatch. My uh, the way I I played it is like, oh, there's a little side path over here. Oh, there's it revealed the hatch. I can oh I can lock pick this hatch. I'll go down. Oh wow! And then like I'm in this room. There's like some some dead yeah skeleton people. That's on, amazing. You went like walking. I found withers. Yeah. I uh sort of worked my way back. I found like this room full of traps. Yeah. And then I went off to the side. And then uh I'm in this this room. And I could hear someone on the other side of the door going. How do we open this door? Just, I don't even see a lock. I'm like, I'm gonna light these two torches, and the door opens up. Oh wow! And, and she's like, oh, I'm gonna kill him. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, so, see, that's fascinating. I've played through that like probably like three or four times now. Yeah. And I've never had that experience of going like backwards through the dungeon. Yeah. So this this is what I love about this game. It is it is thorough in its uh, ways that the player mm. can engage with it. Mm. It it really says, and I suspect this was a rule of theirs during development. It's like you have to have a minimum of three or yeah, ways to yeah. engage with any individual scenario. Yeah, um, and it's really exciting, and it feels like tabletop D anD D for that yeah. reason, where you have this breadth of options. You choose one, not knowing what the repercussions will be, and you, you know, in theory, you play with those repercussions going mm. forward. I know a lot of people save scum. I'm yeah. fine with that. I kind of have done it a little bit. I, I do it a lot. I do. I save scum in any game that allows me to do it. Mm. So, and it's, I do not like it, Yeah, but I will not stop. Yeah. That's, that's my thing as well. I, I, I've, well, when you say save scum, do you mean like you reload a, a like result that you don't like? I, or I you're just saving that. every, Oh, I definitely, I, I will do that occasionally. Like I, yeah, I, yeah. I definitely hit save like every couple of seconds because I just don't want to have to like I, I something happened and I die and yeah. then it's like oh I, last time I saved oh. was half an hour ago and it can be very punishing in terms of how much time you lose yeah, yeah. like oh, yes. if you've done a bunch of conversations mm. auto save is very infrequent yeah. yeah yeah um so I'm I'm hitting save like constantly even yeah, like same. in conversations I won't reroll uh I won't reload a save for like a dice check that yeah. failed yeah but for combat yeah I will repeat fights like twenty times well, if I need to. <laughs> well, combat yeah, is I combat mean, is different because, like, if you die, uh, you have to lo- reload anyway. Like, and some you of have the no... fights are like big and yeah. slow, and so you can get out of fights. Yeah, you can like literally I'll, like I'm run. I'm not willing to do that. I'll, I will save scum instead. <laughs> I will fight until everyone dies, and then we reload. Um. I, there have been a few places where I have save scummed, uh, the spoilers. So don't, if, if you haven't done act one. Should we, should we just say like, we, 
potentially can spoil anything on the first map. Yeah. I don't even know what that area is called. Um, well, uh, whatever. The, the one wherever the, the, the one with the druids and the goblins. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the hag. Yep. Uh, the like fights leading up to her and then mm. the fight with her. I saved scub to that a few times because this is, this is my own issue. I, I, I'm aware that there are going to be repercussions for whatever mm -hmm. the outcome will be. Yeah. And the problem is I, <laughs> I care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, like if I, if I kill her or if I don't, there's going to be a different outcome. Mm. If, if I save Mar Mar or whatever that that character's that yep. woman's name is, yep. or I don't. There's going to be different outcomes, mm. you know, or the brothers, oh, although they died, and I, that's fine. Um, so there are certain times where I will, I I might do a little bit of googling and be like, okay, I oh can no, see, <laughs> I can see of of these like things yeah. that I I care about, I actually care about this one. <laughs> well, but then, to be fair, enough. to be fair, I have literally started. I played for a week, and I literally restarted my entire game yeah. because I did that exact thing where I did a bit of Googling and realized I've made a terrible decision and I need to restart the entire game. Um, was it someone you killed? It was starting off my first playthrough playing The Dark Urge. Oh, right, yes. And uh, something happened suddenly uh, and I was shocked and was like, oh, shit, is this going to... like?" how bad could this dark urge thing get? So I did a little bit of Googling and said, I don't want to play like this. <laughs> I have no idea what the dark urge thing is. Uh, it's, it's, it's like a serial killer. Okay. Yeah. And it's from Googling, it's recommended by players that it's not your first playthrough. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I can see how I, I get pretty murdery though. My, yeah. My but not like this. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> not like that. Yeah. Uh, I, I there, but I I will say, I I want to get over that hump of of caring about the repercussions because mm. it's also a game where I'm having a really good time. Yeah. I think I want to play it again. Yeah. Um. I, I want to play it again with like my wife or with other people. Like I want to play it. I'm playing it solo. But yeah. I think it's a game that I would really want to do co-op at some point and have a different experience. Mm. I feel like something like that would be quite good because then you can, whatever the outcomes are, it's not just on you, right? Like yes. it's like now this is our it's a group it's what we mm, agreed yes. on yeah. or we're gonna live my, with the consequences my, my crazy buddy who the murder hope excuse me murder <laughs> hope, <laughs> always decided to do yeah i've been playing a multiplayer game where our main talker of the group is uh pretty much role-playing as this like lawful good paladin yeah and he's made his character look like arthas from um <laughs> from, uh -huh. from warcraft um before he turned into the lich king but he has he's playing it where like he basically, any evil, like something that looks like a monster, he'll just flat out want to kill. So when we first went into the goblin camp <laughs> and we started talking to the, um, the, 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 what's her name? That shaman woman, that witch, witch goblin that's there. Ah, uh, yep. A gut? Yes, gut, yep. yeah. And, um, Appreciate you know, she's, yeah. she has quite a lot of dialogue and quite a lot yep. of information. Yeah. He's just like straight away being like, I'm not listening to you, you filthy, ornery, filthy goblin. And we're like, what are you doing? And he's like, I have no choice. I'm a paladin. <laughs> and so like he's just getting us into these oh, all these fights. And it got to a point where I was like, okay, uh, I have no problem talking to like evil characters. I'll talk to things that look like monsters and you talk to things that look like nice, upstanding people. Yeah. <laughs> Although well, I, this game does like to to play on that a little bit. Yeah, it bit, does. It really does. Well, the fact that you can talk to the goblins. The goblins yeah. aren't just like straight up enemies. Depends yeah. on what race you are though, right? I don't know. Uh, maybe. I, I'm playing a, as a drow. Yeah, so am I. Well, and the goblins are just automatically... They, they'll chill. They'll just talk to you like... You can just go into that place. Yeah, you, I walked into the, the Blighted Village or whatever and they're just like, uh, you look... Fine, go on in. Talk oh, really? Yeah. That, that's that, interesting. You, what are you doing above ground? Yeah. Go on in. Yeah, that's very interesting because I still get the option to talk to them, but yeah. it's like, oh, look who, look, look what we got. New, yeah. you know, new, new uh, guts to yeah. like, murder, you know? Yeah. Um, but I, you can still talk your way through it, you know? Yeah. I, I don't know who I killed in that goblin camp. Yeah. But I killed someone uh, and I got marked with this thing that's like, 
Enemy of Justice. Oh. And now every goblin is hostile to me. Oh, no. And so I, I, I had to go back through and kill everybody in that in the Vlada village, everybody in the camp. Wow. Everyone's dead. Wow. Um, you can. Yeah, I definitely purged those goblins on my way out. Yeah. yeah. They let me in. I went through, did a full explore. Yeah. Found some stuff I wanted. Yeah. And then murder your way out. I yeah. murdered my entire way out. Yeah. Me too. Uh, yeah. You can. There was a quest. There's, there's several different yeah. outcomes there, though. Like. Yeah. Because you, um, when you find the druid that's there, this is 100% spoilers now. When you find that druid that there, that's there, he yeah. will tell you. Halson. Halson. He will tell you, oh, get rid of these leaders, right? Yes. However, if you have um, accidentally, in my case, told the, one of the leaders where the druid enclave is, uh-huh. he says, like, they're already marching. We're going to have to like go back to the Druid thing and stop this massive like, oh, march. That's cool. And so the first time I played through it, like half the goblins had left that, yeah. that, that ruin, where yeah. they're, the camp where they're oh. hanging out. And uh, yeah, it, it started this whole like thing that's with so the Druids cool. where I had to go back to the Druids and they were like, oh, we're all I... prepared for these goblins to show up. And then <laughs> like, this massive ass battle happens. I'm, like, I'm going to spoil there. something. Yeah? Um, I happen to know that I think her name is Minthara or Minot. There's, there's a, a Drow, one of the Drow leaders there is yeah. a Drow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a playable character. I, I know. Found, I found this out recently. And, and and that means that, like, you can help her oh, yeah. destroy he, the well, Druids. Well, in, during and that... Just, that could be your story from that point during, forward. During, yeah. that, uh, during that fight where the yeah. goblins were attacking, she literally says to me, like, like okay, now is when you backstab the um the druids yeah. basically and i was like no i'm not doing that uh, but there's an option go. you can 100 percent just <laughs> do it and just side with them yeah. and in in this game i'm another multiplayer game i'm playing uh we're doing a full evil run so we're 100 percent gonna side with the goblins yeah. and and have her we're gonna use her as uh like because there's uh there's three of us so we've got a fourth yeah. npc spot she's gonna be our npc nice and I'm yeah. looking like, and that massively changes my entire like. Yes, the complete. Yeah, are are yeah, we yeah, just no. gonna be getting like quests related from them now? Like no. I don't know. It's 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 amazing. It's a whole different it's game. A, it's a very very impressive game. Yeah. Um. And I'm just I'm I'm just loving the exploration as well. Like it really rewards you for exploration. Yes. Like uh, that thing with withers, right? Like yeah. if you were not exploration minded, you just miss them. You just don't get withers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just don't get them. Uh. The there are the thing is it, it reminds me in the best way of Morrowind, in that yeah. like it uh, very important things are marked in the map and you can use the map for those things, but like a lot of the stuff you're going to really want to find you find through reading mm. and through mm. like memory and like checking your quest log mm. and like reading the details and making sure that you're like okay really example simple example in the Blighted Village. Uh, based on one of the houses, you can find some like blueprints for a weapon. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. And then you have to find some bark from like the Susur tree in the Underdark. Mm. Yeah. In order to actually do that quest, you have to follow the instructions that are on the blueprints. Oh, really? You don't. There's nothing like that's telling you you've got all the stuff. Go ah. to the thing. You in order. To I didn't it, even realize you, that. You need like the bark. Yeah. You need the blueprints, and then you need to have like a basic one of three types of weapon. Oh wow! And if you don't read those things you're yeah. just never gonna like advance that yeah question. yeah oh, that's yeah, so cool I, got, I, I went and found the bark and then by the time i'd found it i was like there's this other thing i want to do mm. so i'm just like in act two now with this act one quest and i'm like i'm not gonna make it to do that yeah i i'm still in act one i'm doing being very thorough i've mm. done like everything in the sword coast area whatever that like that first area is the yeah. Nautilus area yep uh and i'm like finishing off the underdark area was there anything Some very cool stuff? Anything in particular that made you feel like, made you feel smart for like figuring something out in yeah. a particular way? Yeah, a few things. Yeah. Uh, the in the Underdark, there's the Arcane Tower. Okay. We done the Arcane I haven't, Tower. I've been there. Yeah, I think so. Uh, and you can. Ah, uh, yeah. There's like an elevator. I don't remember the elevator. <laughs> so at the back of the tower. It, when you when you get there, oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah that, that's how I got down. Oh, you went down the mushrooms. Yes. Yeah, I did that too. And then at the back, there's like a tree with these juicer flowers. 
Shit, I don't remember well enough. Okay, so <laughs> this, this, you, you had COVID. I did have COVID at the time. You were in delirium. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember flashes of color. Uh, Some explosions, a lot of for coughing. sure. Um, uh, so there's like this... Spoilers, by the way. <laughs> I'm just going to keep saying it. Yeah. Uh, there's like this device at the basement of this tower, and there's like pedals on the ground, and it's pretty heavily hinting of what you're meant to do, but mm. you, you can put the Susur flowers that you find at the back inside of this thing, and it powers up the whole tower. Oh, wow. And then that gives you access to like the upper floors. And then there's like at the top of the tower, there's this NPC who only speaks to you in quotes from plays. Oh, wow. And in order to respond, you have to have read specific books throughout the tower. Oh, and wow. It doesn't That's tell so you cool. what the outcomes from those quotes yeah, yeah. are going to be, but if you've read the plays, you know the context for the yeah. quotes, and you can guess what the outcome is. Oh, wow. I missed this for sure. It's really cool, and, and <laughs> it's all like, it's it's very D and D. Yeah, yeah. Here's a bunch of information. You parse the information. You can make educated guesses of what the out- outcomes will be, based on the information you've been mm. parsing. Mm. And, uh, uh, I, and there's I like still like that. dice rolls and stuff. Yeah. So it, you know, and then like, we do all this, and like you get surprises, and then there's like still a secret at the end of that, like mm. where you can then. Go back down, and there's like a door that you may have missed for mm. earlier on that has like a bunch of stuff behind it. And yeah. there, just... there was there was something in that uh, that goblin camp, right? The um, the entrance the entrance to the underdark. There, there mm. was like a a puzzle that you had to solve with yeah. with um oh yes. moons. Yes. You, I'm pretty sure you can only solve that by reading like a um a journal, or it, it's like vaguely mentioned of like. Um, something I yes. can't remember it because I read so, it once and now yes. I just know how to do it. So I, you don't have to read the journal. I solved it by looking at the environment and figuring out like oh, there was a beam of neat. light, yeah, on the circle. Ah. And there were, but but then I, when I was clearing out the goblin camp, I found this journal on one of the oh, goblin yeah, bodies, yeah. and I was like, oh, okay, cool, that's cool. Um, yeah, I just love it. There's so many ways. And okay, even that 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 temple area, there are so many ways to get inside that temple area. Mm. Did you know that there's like an access if you go up the very top of like that temple courtyard, you can break through a yeah. wall? Yeah, yeah. And I tried for so long breaking it down. Like I couldn't do it. <laughs> and then did you try to blunt weapon? Yes. I couldn't do it. Really? Even with a blunt blunt weapon, I wasn't doing enough damage. Oh uh, high maybe high strength character or something? I I, I tried know. my highest strength character and it wasn't going in I anywhere. Just gave, like a great hammer to Carlock and she just beat the crap out of it. I didn't have her at the time. Oh. Maybe that was why. How did you not have Carlock? I just didn't. I didn't get her until I'd finished both done the goblins and the druids. I I got her really early, and apparently that's. I read some article some recently saying, "Oh, some player found a way to get her early." That's how I got her. Wow! Uh, like, but I like jumped across the river. <laughs> oh, you went across the oh, because because normally the like the way I, wait no, you jumped across yeah because you go to the blighted village and then you jump across the bridge. No. 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 How did you get I, it? I, before you even get to the Blighted Village, yeah. there's like a river and you can jump, you can hop across the stones and double what? back. Oh my God, that's amazing. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Because, this game's great. Because yeah. like leading up to, along that bridge, yeah, uh, you jump over hyenas that bridge. There's these like, yeah, hyenas and things that are like, if you get when they're early and you're like level two or something, yeah. those things will just wreck you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I went there early and I just avoided that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Dude, that's amazing. Yeah. It's very good. That game is very good. That's so I'm, cool. I'm excited to talk a lot more about it. Mm. Uh, the problem is we're basically out of time, and uh, there's a lot more I can and would say about that game. All right. Well, we'll we'll talk more next week about yeah. it. But I I will say it's like you talk about how it has that D and D feel. Like it, yeah. it absolutely hundred percent has that feel way more than any other D and D game I played. Like yeah. we were we were raving about Pathfinder. Pathfinder. Yeah. But this is like next level, really. Like yeah. Pathfinder is awesome. It's good. But it is very linear. Yes. Like, I've tried playing through that again, and I just can't because it's like it's the same thing. But I have played through that first sort of quarter of, yeah. of um, well, when you get to the druids and the goblins and stuff. I've played through that like four four times now. <laughs> and it's been different every time. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, it's great. Really like it. It's cool. Oh, um, bef- before we go, though, yeah. what, what uh, class and character are, and race are you? So... Uh, I, re- I read recently that, like, no one plays cleric. Yeah, I, I saw that as well. The thing is, I rolled a cleric on my first play. Like, I, when I first started the game, I was like, I'm going to be a cleric. Yep. Because I like clerics. And when I noticed the first character you get as a cleric, 
uh, I was like, ah, oh, okay, maybe, maybe I won't. <laughs> so I went with Bart. You could. Here's another thing. What if you just missed her? I was wondering that too. I just then I was thinking, what if you don't free her? You could just. Yeah, I'm. I'm sure you could. Yeah, well, but the thing crashes and you meet a bunch of characters that were also on the ship. So presumably they will get her out uh, somehow. That's my guess. She must show up somewhere else. That's my guess. But hey, let's find out. Yeah. Uh, should we do a playthrough together? Yeah. Is this, yeah, is maybe. this happening? It'll take a long time though, right? Huh? It's, it's like quite yeah. a big... It's huge. And then we have to play at organized times. It's tough, dude. I've got two group multiplayer groups yeah, going and all, like trying to it's organize. <laughs> yeah. it's. Uh, well, I mean, I don't know. You guys' availability might be better than my friends. Like we were going to play after this podcast, but then it's like, well, no, one person can't make it. So, so no. No. Okay. Well, maybe maybe we'll figure it out. But yeah, yeah, it'd be fun though. It would be. Um, but anyway, what? <laughs> yeah. So you're not playing a cleric. I'm playing a druid. I'm, I'm, I'm a bard. Sorry. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, I'm playing a, a drow bard. Oh, okay. Uh, with a, a charlotte background. Oh, neat. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. What's uh, your instrument? A, a lyre, I think. That's cool. Maybe it's a yeah. It's the harp one. Yep. Um. Uh. And I, I talked to Blake about this earlier. Bards are not very good at combat. And that's fine. Because they're very good at everything else. Yeah, they're really good at everything else. <laughs> so he's he's got like 19 charisma. And like he gets double proficiency from like persuasion and deception checks. Uh, so yeah, like yeah. I regularly roll 30 plus on wow. those. Wow. <laughs> Uh, it's got great sleight of hand, so I'm lockpicking everything. Oh, that's so cool. And Bard gets, like, a lot of cool uh, conversation choices as well. Yes. Tons. Mm. Um, so many things. There's, like, he, sing a song. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you, um, uh, did you, you talk to Volo in the Goblin Camp? Yep. Did you, like... Because you get loads of bardic options yeah. with him, and it's basically just like you can show him up. And yeah, he gets really upset. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then the goblins are like, "You're, you're, you've broken him." Yeah, <laughs> it's really good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm really enjoying. Basically, he's my talkie character. Yeah. And then everyone cool. else does the combat. Yeah. I feel like really cool. I, I don't know what a game would be like where, like, a single player game where you aren't the talking character. Uh, that's a good, you know, question. So like the thing is you, you can, you could choose any of your characters to take over. And oh yeah. Play as. Basically. Yeah. But it'll be, I, I don't know. To me, I've always played like a talking high yeah. charisma. I'm playing a, a tiefling sorcerer. So I've got like high charisma right. anyway. Um, who are you playing as? Uh, drow warlock. Interesting. Another charisma had, one. Yeah. Also yeah. quite high charisma. Um, and deception. Really yeah. high deception. Yeah. I um, just convince people I'm doing whatever, and then find cool. a better position for my dudes, and then do the muttering. <laughs> it's very interesting that you and I are both drow, and I've seen a lot of other <laughs> people who are drow. Hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, then, like, from what I know of like past D games, uh, they weren't an option. I don't know. I, I had, just or are they just are they just not same cool. Yeah, like, I wasn't sure. really Are they just rare or something? To well, I don't know because I. Don't I know. I felt the same about Tiefling when I have the choice of Tiefling. I'm like, that's a cool thing. Yeah. Tiefling um, would probably be my second choice, but I hadn't seen Drow much. Mm. So I wanted to try something I hadn't heard much about. Yeah. And that had like all these different backgrounds. Like, are you super racist or only a little bit racist? <laughs> yeah. I, like, I, think I, I think I'm only a little bit actually this time. Uh, <laughs> this time. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe next time I'll be super racist. Yeah. Maybe in our uh, next playthrough, we'll all be yeah. super racist. Yeah. <laughs> 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 with really low charisma. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's funny you say that because um, talking about like uh, playing a, a low charisma character in uh, way back in the day when um, me and my friends were playing Neverwinter Nights. Yeah. The the single player game Neverwinter Nights. Um, one of my mates made an orc like warrior, and he like minimized all his stats. Yeah. Um, and put them all into strength, uh-huh. and he yeah. could not actually have a conversation. His character just grunted. Yeah. <laughs> so there'd be yes. like there'd be like whole quests yeah. that he just can't get because he literally can't. He can talk. bash his way through anything. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I've never seen a game that has that. Like, you, <laughs> I uh, that just last like little thing. Did uh, did you guys get like the the warhorn from the Bladed Village? Yep. 
Yes. I really love that. Yeah. Well, I haven't used it yet, but no. I just love that whole interaction of like the It is very cool. Grug the Enlightened or whatever his name yeah. is. Yeah. Like great game. I, I use that um to escape the goblin place. Oh yeah. I probably should have done that. That was a hard fight. Well the the goblin place, so this is something I did in my last playthrough after this is like the fourth time I've gone through there. Yeah. Um, which I'd never noticed before, but do you know how you get that uh, toxin from that yes. that woman? Yeah. Um, I was going along, going through that goblin camp, and I noticed there's a grog, um, like trough, <gasps> oh. and they're going up to there and taking, oh. like they're 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 actually like taking yeah. like like drinks out of it. Yeah. Like yeah. They're at like the animation is that yeah. they actually take it and then and I was like, huh. I wonder if I can do this. So I got Astarian to sneak over there, yeah. click on it, and this thing comes up, this combined menu. And I was like, I'll put, put that in there. And it, it plays this whole cutscene and this whole new interaction. Oh, my God. And it's got, yeah. like, Amazing. They, they, like, you do a, you basically encourage everyone yeah. to, to have a toast. And then you have, oh, like, a load of this, of, of, like, rolls to be, like, brilliant. how do you want to protect? Like, do you just drink it, or do yeah. you like <laughs> sleight of hand it, or do you like do something else? Like, yeah. there's this whole thing. Amazing. All right, this what a great game. Yeah. All right, it's, let's, it's all let's so all go good. and play it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, thanks guys. Uh, nice seeing you again. Been yeah. too yeah. long. Sure. Good. Uh, if you want, and li- listener, thanks for listening. It's yeah. Too long. Uh, if you want to uh, email us or ask questions or tell us. Uh, what race and character yeah. you are in Baldur's uh, uh, Gate Three, and how racist they are, and how racist yeah. they are. Uh, put the put the headline as Blake Y. Questions <laughs> at gmail dot uh, We'll be back hopefully in a couple weeks. Yep. Yeah. Thanks. Love you. Bye. The wankiest thing, but and my wife and I joke about it all the time. But we'd say that I'm an ideas guy. I was just <laughs> thinking, I, it's I, the worst. I know, right? I remember when I was first getting into video games. Yeah, like I would go to like uh, websites that are looking for like freelance people or something, yeah. and there'd be people on there being like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm an ideas guy, yeah. and I need someone to like make this entire game for me." Yeah, you know, and you could have like you know, eleven percent of the profits or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah I, i'm I, there is room for that but i think you have to have had you've had you have to spend time in the trenches yeah. so for your ideas to have any concrete value yeah you can't just be some guy that's just like never worked in the what about a game with like a system where you have like one gun but you can turn it into any gun you want and it's all made out of lego and you pick up all the lego oh my pieces. god, <laughs> oh my god. Just me trying to brainstorm like the worst things to implement. Yeah. In yeah. terms of implementation exactly. time. That's the thing. Like, uh, an idea is worth nothing unless you know how to build it. Yeah. Mm. And it's it's people that say that unironically that I'm an ideas guy yeah. are people who have uh, just like no absolute no knowledge of how video games are made at all. I think I think there's two kinds of people. That there's that kind of person. Yeah. And then, like, there's the people who have worked their way up to like the executive level, yeah, <laughs> and and have like they've they've taken all the necessary steps yeah. and they do actually understand the workflow, yeah. And now they understand the the best way to make the money from the from the idea, yeah. Mm. Um, like but when I, you when you say like when you there's two different things yeah. like when somebody when someone who doesn't know anything about games yeah. says I'm an ideas guy, yeah. they have a completely different idea of what that means yes. To, yes compared to someone like you who has gone through all that stuff and you can unironically say <laughs> i'm an idea the difference is that push came to shove you could also do the work yeah um at an ad, ad agency a digital agency in um sydney just before i got my job at ggg yeah um they Spun off a game studio, which is actually moderately successful now, called oh, yeah. SMG Studios. Okay. Um, and uh, when I was working there, they're like top like creative, which is basically they, in in the ads world, they do have people who are just ideas. Yeah. Guys. 
And we had we had a discussion about that. Like he he had to like do all the steps to get there. But yeah. he's now he's like, I oh, know I just come up with the ideas. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yep. Anyway. I feel like I'm a little slightly in that area as well. When you get towards management, you yeah. have to be. Because it's it becomes less about um the nitty gritty of the work. Mm. And more, it's, it's, it's the way they frame it or the way I've heard it discussed is like tactical versus strategy. Hmm. Strategy is high level, like long term. Here's what we're going to do. It's going to lead to this. Yeah. Um, this is the goal. Yeah. And tactical is like, this is what we're aiming to do. Ha- yeah. here's, how, here's all the little minutiae steps we do. Yeah. Like, ha- here's this task that is part of the larger goal. Yeah. And then how do you deal with that task? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean at this point, like Chris and Jonathan are... I mean, they've been that for years, mm. and um, there are probably other people at the company yeah, yeah. who are in similar roles. Mm. And we were kind of talking the other day that when you try to split your focus between both, you just fail at both usually. Yes. Yeah. 